Yo, today's QOT is who we really are is what we came from. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got one of your favorites, Dr. Wayne Dyer, on the show today. And he's going to talk about that call that all of us have. We're all called to do and to be something. And some of us, we answer that call and we go and do the thing, and a lot of us don't. And one of the reasons a lot of us don't is that we don't know who we are. You know, the creative formula is be, do, have. So who are you? That is the most important question because when you understand who you are, you also begin to understand what you're capable of. Here's Dr. Dyer. So that if motivation is getting a hold of an idea and taking this idea to its logical conclusion and not letting anything interfere with that, That's motivation. And we say a motivated person doesn't allow obstacles to show up in their life and doesn't allow for uh, anyone to interfere with them and is really highly uh, directed towards a particular goal. So motivation is getting a hold of an idea and carrying it out. And we want to think of ourselves as motivated. And I think it comes from within. If that's what motivation is, inspiration is the exact opposite. Inspiration is when an idea gets a hold of you and takes you where you were originally intended to go in the first place. It's very different than motivation. The great playwright, Arthur Miller, most of you had to read one of his plays at one time or another in high school or in college, Death of a Salesman, being, of course, one of the most famous, uh, The Crucible, and so on. Arthur Miller was... uh, Uh, passed away recently, but he was 88 years old, and he had another play on Broadway at the age of 88. And he was asked the question in an interview in the New York Times, uh, are you working on another play? And his answer really intrigued me. He said, uh, I don't know, but I probably am. Now, I think that that's really a very astute observation. When people ask me if I'm working on another book, I often say the same thing. I probably am. That there's something bigger. There's something that is greater in our lives. And when we connect to it, we allow it to take us where we were intended to go when we signed up for this whole visit in the first place called our incarnation into being a human form for this little parentheses in eternity. Just a little parentheses in eternity. I have one of my very favorite observations of this subject about inspiration from... uh, a story written about uh, a man named uh, Wolfgang Amadeus, what? Mozart, of course. It's from an essay, Where Madness is Psyche's Only Nurse, it's called. It seems a would-be composer came to Mozart seeking his advice. How do I write symphonies, he asked. 
Mozart replied, well, you're young yet. I think you should begin by composing minuets. The young man was greatly annoyed and exclaimed, but you were writing symphonies when you were only nine years old. <laughs> yes, Mozart responded, but I didn't ask anyone how to do it. <laughs> now, the writer of this essay goes on to say that the most agonizing thing about this little Mozart story is that Mozart was not speaking from inflation, but from simple, truthful modesty. The reason Mozart didn't have to ask anyone how to write symphonies is that symphonies presented themselves to him, invented, enlarged, produced all at once in what he described as lively dreams. Dreams that were so forceful that Mozart had to stop doing what he was doing otherwise and write out what he heard almost as if something beyond Mozart's consciousness desired these symphonies to be written. Now, that is very, very powerful teaching, that these great symphonies that Mozart wrote presented themselves to him, and he couldn't stop it. Do you know, you don't have to be a Mozart to be in spirit. You can you can find your calling by just being willing to listen, by just being willing to be someone who knows that it may not be in the writing of a, of a symphony that you're calling, that you're called to. It could be anything. It could be the adoption of a child. It could be the creation of uh, something that you've known you wanted to write for your whole life. It could be opening up a business. It could be raising horses out in Montana. Uh, it could be anything that you are called to do. So that the awareness that I'm asking you to look at is that there is, there is something that is calling you. And when an idea gets a hold of you, you get into this place of surrender. Well, you just, you let go. In the recovery movement, we've always called this, you, you let go and what? And you let God, you allow this great spirit to be something that infuses you in such a way that it becomes this thing bigger than your life that propels you into directions that you're willing to listen to. But you gotta have, you gotta change your awareness of yourself, as Maslow said. And one of the ways that you change your aware, awareness of yourself is to understand a very simple, a very simple premise. Think of an apple pie. Here's an apple pie. And this apple pie, you take this apple pie and you take a slice of this apple pie and you put it over here. And then you walk over to the slice and you say to the apple pie, the slice of apple pie, what are you like? What are you like? And the little slice of apple pie says, I must be like what I came from. You wouldn't expect it to be pineapple. You wouldn't expect it to be cherry. You would expect it to be like what it came from, right? So why is it that we understand this, and yet we don't understand that we too must be like what we came from? We must be, we are, we are pieces of God. We came from a divine source. We have, to, we have to trust in our divinity. 
We have to understand that we are not this package of bones and skin encapsulating, you know, these internal organs, but that's not who we are. That's what we call the false self. It's an illusion that who we really are is what we came from. And what we came from is eternal, it's infinite, it's kind, it's unlimited, it is, excludes no one. So that if we understand that we are really here as spiritual beings, just having a human experience, not the other way around. We're not human beings having a spiritual experience. It's the other way around. We, our essence is our greatness, what we came from. We must be like what we came from. All right, that was Dr. Wayne Dyer. His website is waynedyer.com. And you can listen to, actually watch this entire talk on YouTube. I think it's like two hours. It's called The Secret and Law of Attraction, a must-watch inspirational Wayne Dyer seminar. Hope you enjoyed today's talk. Please leave a rating and review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Much appreciated. And when you leave a review, it makes iTunes and Apple Podcasts push the show up on the chart so more people can see it and more people can get these messages every single day. So thank you for that. And I will see you tomorrow with Throwback Thursday and Celeste Headley. Very, very important talk tomorrow. Be there. I'll see you then. Peace. Peace.